It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Greg Gutfeld. I'm Martha McCallum. I'm Brett Baer, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Wednesday, September 28th, 2022. I'm John Saucier. NASA recently pulled off quite the mission. It was the double asteroid redirection test where they sent a spaceship up to intentionally collide with an asteroid. Might this someday save Earth as we know it? First of all, trying to find all these asteroids that could be a hazard to the Earth. And now, uh, you know, working on technologies and techniques that then could be used to deflect, divert an asteroid uh, should it be on a path to impact the Earth. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Hey folks, it's your man Keyshawn Johnson here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services, marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you, it's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. Seven years and $300 million later, we have impact. As the so-called DART mission nailed an asteroid out in space to see if we could send something up there to redirect the asteroid, say for if it was going to impact Earth. Maybe we aren't powerless after all to what could be a catastrophic natural disaster. The idea of using uh, what we call a kinetic impactor, just running a spacecraft into an asteroid to uh, change its velocity, uh, has been around for, for quite a while. We're speaking today with Lindley Johnson, NASA's Planetary Defense Officer from the Planetary Defense Coordination Office. It's you know based upon techniques that have been used uh, you know, for missile defense and things like that. Just uh, hitting a bullet with a bullet, so to speak, has is, is been an idea around for a long time. Uh, but uh, NASA really got uh, involved and serious into this business actually almost 30 years ago, first of all, trying to find all these uh, asteroids that could uh, be a hazard to the Earth. And now, uh, you know, working on technologies and techniques that then could be used to deflect 
divert an asteroid uh, should it be on a path to impact the Earth. Right, and that's the idea, changing the kinetic energy of this asteroid. You're not trying to destroy it, right? You're just trying to knock it off its path. And when you think about just how vast the universe is, how many asteroids there are out there, and really how many spaceships we're sending up there, too, it's got to be difficult to, as you very eloquently put it, hit a bullet with a bullet. Just how much math is involved here in getting this ship on the correct trajectory to even be within the same realm of this asteroid? We have, uh, you know, technology based on technology we've been doing for interplanetary uh, space flight uh, for quite a while. Uh, the DART uh, spacecraft uh, was uh, launched at Vandenberg Space Force Base uh, in uh, November of this uh, last year on a, a SpaceX uh, Falcon 9, and it uh, took us uh, almost 10 months uh, to get uh, out to where the asteroid was uh, so that we could do the impact. And I've heard a lot of the post game from this and also watched the video there. In your assessment, did it work? Big question. Well, obviously the spacecraft worked uh, because we saw the uh, images that it was sending back to us uh, uh, once a second. And uh, uh, right before the impact, uh, we saw the uh, surface of boulders that it uh, uh, was impacting. Also, ground-based and space-based telescopes uh, uh, saw the burst of uh, what we call ejecta, all the uh, matter uh, that was thrown off the surface of the asteroid from the uh, impact. So, uh, we're pretty confirmed uh, that uh, uh, the spacecraft part of the uh, mission uh, was a success. Also, uh, the uh, small sat, uh, what we call a CubeSat, that the Italian Space Agency provided uh, for the mission that we deployed about uh, 15 days uh, before we impacted, uh, followed us in sort of like a chase plane, and uh, uh, also took images during and after uh, the impact. So. Uh, so the DART uh, spacecraft mission of the, uh, uh, was very successful. Now the astronomers uh, have to uh, re-observe uh, uh, the asteroid and its course about the sun and the uh, a moonlit uh, 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 as it uh, goes uh, in front and behind the main asteroid that uh, causes the brightness uh, to change uh, to determine uh, how much we did change the orbit of this uh, moonlit dimorphous around uh, Didymos. And that's going to take a few weeks uh, to gather uh, all the data that uh, we want on that to really uh, nail down what the new orbit uh, period is. It used to be 11 hours and 55 minutes. Uh, we expect it to maybe be 11 hours and, and uh, 45 minutes now. We'll see. Well, this asteroid in particular was not a threat to Earth. Was there any discussion or threat that, or idea, rather, that by hitting this asteroid with a spaceship, I mean, you don't really know exactly what's going to happen. Was there any discussion that it might all of a sudden pose a threat to Earth or maybe even the moon or something else that would be valuable to us? Yeah, no, well, this asteroid, uh, its closest approach to Earth during this uh, period is uh, 6.8 million miles away. Uh, that's a pretty safe distance. Plus, right. we knew the the force uh, that the spacecraft could impart on this. It uh, you know wasn't sized uh, to really uh, change the orbit about the sun, just uh, the uh, orbit of the of the moon, uh, the moonlet uh, dimorphous. Uh, so uh, you know we had high confidence that we weren't going to screw things up that way. And uh, of course, we had all had modeled it all out and uh, uh, from. Uh, you know, what is the very most force uh, in, in whatever direction 
that could be imparted and, and knew we were quite safe in doing it uh, this way. All right, good stuff. We're speaking today with Lindley Johnson, NASA's Planetary Defense Officer out of the Planetary Defense Coordination Office. In case you didn't know, they had one of those. They do, and they're trying to protect our planet from asteroids by sending a spaceship up there to collide with one, which just did happen earlier this week. All right, when I heard about this mission, first thing I thought of was the movie Armageddon. Bruce Willis, a young Ben Affleck, great cast there. But what they did in this sci-fi thriller was they sent a couple of spacecrafts up to an asteroid, successfully landed on it, put a bomb inside and blew the asteroid up. If we can send a spacecraft that will hit an asteroid, do you think it's too far-fetched to think that someday we might be able to get a spacecraft that can actually land on an asteroid? Sure, and uh, actually we have done uh, pretty close to doing that already. Uh, the uh, uh, the NASA mission OSIRIS-REx uh, actually went to the asteroid Bennu uh, touched down uh, very briefly on the surface uh, with a, uh, a sampler arm and collected a sample off of the uh, astero- asteroid Bennu. Uh, that sample capsule is on its way back to the Earth, and it uh, uh, will land in the Utah desert uh, uh, just about a year from now, uh, uh, bringing those samples back uh, from the uh, surface of Bennu for scientists here on Earth to uh, then uh, analyze and examine. So we're no uh, what the uh, composition is and uh, uh, what they're uh, uh, really uh, searching for is uh, evidence uh, of, of the uh, elements of life uh, uh, might be on these asteroids, and these they are what uh, delivered the seeds of life, so to speak, uh, to the Earth back uh, billions of years ago. He's the man who might someday save your life, all of our lives for that matter. We're speaking with NASA's Planetary Defense Officer, Lindley Johnson, who has more about a recent mission to try and knock an asteroid off its trajectory, just in case we need to do that someday. We'll have much more for you on the other side of this. Now, this was live stream with NASA's website. You mentioned earlier the photographs that came in as the ship got closer and closer to the asteroid. It kind of updated, and the asteroid almost looked bigger and bigger with every picture until, as you said, you could actually see the boulders and stuff on the asteroid. This live feed also included the command center where you saw celebrations with people. Why was it so important for NASA to not only live stream these images but almost make sort of a broadcast of the whole thing? We want to be uh, very open uh, about uh, how we do these things, uh, uh, show the uh, uh, not only the American public, the American taxpayer who paid for it all, uh, what we're doing and how we do it, but uh, but the uh, rest of the world as well. Uh, and also uh, uh, this live stream, uh, seeing the uh, scientists and engineers uh, at their work uh, is a uh, uh, you know, a good uh, uh, example for uh, uh, students, uh, uh, children, uh, about what this really takes. It's not. Uh, it's not just a spacecraft. In fact, the the spacecraft uh, is the easy part of it. It's the all the people, uh, the expertise, uh, the passion uh, of these folks uh, over the years that uh, have made this happen. And you saw a little bit of that uh, in the control room uh, Monday night. I'm sure. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Celebrations. I saw people getting up out of their chairs, raising their hands in the air. It was almost like uh, their favorite football team just won a game or scored a touchdown, something like that. It was really cool. Well, 
Well, they did score quite a touchdown. Yeah, absolutely. They scored the ultimate touchdown, right? How many quarterbacks can throw a football and an asteroid? And you guys are, you know, not only doing it, but collecting samples up there as well. One last question for you, because there's so much positive news that came out of this. It was a very happy occasion. But were there any sort of surprises in this mission or any sort of failures that uh, we should investigate or at least be aware of? Every mission we do have it has its quirks and things don't that don't go just quite the way uh, that you uh, uh, thought they would or wanted them to. Uh, and, but that's part of the challenge that the uh, team, uh, the engineers and the scientists are there uh, to overcome. Uh, first of all, uh, thinking about what all can go wrong and, uh, and then planning. How, so what it is, what do we do when that happens? And so there's a lot of contingency planning that goes into it. Uh, and that is all exercised a lot. Uh, with the hope that they never have to use it, but they're ready if it does. Uh, uh, in this case, uh, everything uh, went uh, very smooth with the uh, terminal phase. In fact, uh, uh, you may not realize, uh, but the spacecraft is actually in control of itself for the last four hours. Uh, it was pretty much hands-off uh, because the uh, spacecraft had uh, what it needed on board uh, with the imagery and its smart navigation system to guide itself into the into the final trajectory to hit the um, uh, moonlit uh, dimorphous. He's saving the planet one podcast at a time. Lindley Johnson, NASA's planetary defense officer, talking to us about a successful DART mission just pulled off by NASA. Really cool stuff. Appreciate your insight, your knowledge, and thanks for joining us here on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition podcast. Yeah, you're quite welcome. I, I enjoyed it. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz Podcast. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Subscribe now on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts.